Welcome back to Self Love 365, the daily podcast where we explore the concepts and practice of self love. I'm your host, Lily, and this is day 24. It's no secret that I love myself. friends. We're back. We're going to talk about the third barrier to a healthy self-love practice. As a reminder, on Monday we talked about shallow culture and the antidote for that is getting grounded. And on Tuesday we talked about shame culture and the antidote to that is consent. Today, I want to talk about secret or secretive culture. I call it secret culture. And I'll go ahead and, spoiler alert, tell you that the antidote to secret culture is telling the truth. So, again, I grew up in a culture where... Communication was not constant. Uh, Communication seemed, at least in my eyes, reserved for the adults in the room. Um, There was a lot of, if we don't talk about it, it's not really happening type stuff going on. And... Also, there was a dynamic, a sort of us versus them dynamic, I think, between various affinity groups, one of which was adults and children. And then there would be, um, you know, as I got a little bit older, an affinity group of girls versus boys in which we kept secrets from each other. And then even within my own affinity group of young girls, there would be cliques was what we call them now. I don't know if we called them that at the time. So I would have my few friends and then another group of friends would be there and then another group of girls and and we all kept secrets from each other. And so the secret of culture was really, um, we were mimicking, right, what was being modeled to us, which was that communication isn't healthy, withholding information is the way society, um, you know, goes about doing what it needs to do. And this was paired up against a culture in which only certain people were allowed to have knowledge. Only certain people were allowed to share that knowledge. And the rest of us were there to absorb, but we were, we were being taught, um, though I'm not directly involved in the education system anymore. I, I believe that that still exists in a, a traditional classroom, school classroom, 
um, where the power dynamic is that one person is teaching and the rest of those people are listening or learning. And this sets up an unsustainable power dynamic, which results in all kinds of behavioral management nightmares that I'm sure we're all familiar with either from our own lives or the lives of our kids. And it just doesn't engender trust. Living in a culture of secrets does not lead to trust between people. It doesn't lead to trust between groups of people. And it doesn't lead to trust of oneself. You're all, you're constantly questioning whether or not you know what you're talking about. Am I the expert here? Should I be sharing this? So that's why the antidote to secret culture is telling the truth. And you don't need a degree or um, you don't need to be divinely tapped by God or what, the universe to share the truth. Everyone can can tell the truth. Everyone has their own version of truth and everyone is capable and has the right to share that truth. So in a truth-telling culture, it equalizes the power dynamic. It's a communal focus. It's um, a more feminine way of leadership. And honestly, it's just more fun. I love hearing other people's truths. And I think because of the way I was raised, I love sharing my truth. And I love that back and forth, listening and sharing. Um, although I still, to this day, have trouble trusting new people that, that they're going to receive my truth non-judgmentally and even in some ways that they're worthy of receiving my truth. So that is a holdover from secret culture and from a culture of patriarchy and hierarchy that I am trying to uncondition, decondition myself from. So that is a very good reminder for me that I I'm still working on trust. I'm still working on trusting myself. Um, but I am a big fan of telling the truth. And I've been a big fan of telling the truth since I discovered it was an option. But <clears throat> in typical rebel fashion, I think, I went from this secret culture all the way to the other side of, I'm going to say exactly what I'm feeling, exactly what I'm thinking. I don't care whose feelings it hurts who's standing in my way, whether or not the situation calls for it, I'm always going to share my truth. So I went from one end of the spectrum all the way to the other, no boundaries, um, no compassion, no consideration for other people's needs or time or energy. And so I became, you know, that person like, yes, you could always count on me to be honest, which in theory is good, but I was most often 
honest in a brutal manner, not in a loving, compassionate manner. So a few years ago now, um, I chose wisdom as my word of the year. I think this was maybe 2018. I chose wisdom as my word of the year. And I spent a lot of time thinking about what that word meant. And I did some reading and um, discovered, you know, this information about not trusting yourself and how that affects your, not just your relationship with yourself, but with other people too. And so truth became a big part of that search for wisdom, that longing to have more wisdom in my life. And then as I started, as I incorporated truth into the idea of wisdom, I found that I didn't want to replicate that pattern of telling the truth for the sake of telling the truth or telling the truth in a way that was going to hurt someone's feelings. But I also didn't want to go back to keeping secrets because that is also not healthy. So... I had to pair the truth. I had to start pairing the truth telling with compassion. And I don't know if this was the same time period or not, but I have a specific memory of getting one of those tea bags that has a message on it. And the message said, if you act with compassion, you cannot go wrong. And I read that and I thought, whoa, <laughs> is that really the answer? Is compassion really the answer? That's what I've been looking for? Is it that simple? You know, in that moment, it felt very powerful, but also very simple. And of course, acting with compassion is anything but simple. It, it actually is a practice, just like self-love and just like mindfulness and just like truth-telling. But in that moment, I thought, yeah, that it that does feel true. That if I can just add in compassion to all of these other strategies I'm enacting, then I'll be okay. I can't go wrong. And so I added to wisdom and to truth, I added compassion. And then my year very quickly became about compassion. Because you can't be wise without compassion. You can't have wisdom in your life without compassion. And you can't tell the truth 100% of the time without running up against some stumbling blocks if you're not practicing compassion at the same time. So some of the ways this has played out, you know, obviously this has um, a huge effect on parenting. My parenting life is a huge effect on being a partner, someone's partner. And just communication has a different feel to it when compassion is involved whether you're on the receiving or the giving end. So that's something I'm, I'm practicing and just, I kind of 
you know, replacing any sort of judgment or anger or disappointment in a child with compassion is monumental. Um, also, you know, as an entrepreneur, telling the truth is very important. It's important in order to manage um, my own schedule. It's important to be seen as someone who is trustworthy. Um, and it can be as simple as something, you know, as someone asking me if I'm willing to be a part of something. And once I've checked in with myself and realized, no, I don't want to be a part of that thing. Telling them no with compassion. And then I have to leave it at that. The secret's out, you know, <laughs> I don't want to do this thing. I leave it at that. And then it's up to them to receive it and do and use compassion on their end to, to receive it without getting their feelings hurt. Or they do get their feelings hurt, but we're able to work through it as colleagues or friends. So communication, it's a practice. Um, but truth telling compassionate truth telling is the only way out of a culture that withholds information. I mean, in some ways right now, our, our culture is actually obsessed with truth telling. We're always looking for the facts, but we're not being given facts. And when we are given facts, they're not dispensed with compassion. So having leaders in our towns and countries and communities and states who can actually speak truth and can do so compassionately would change the world. Um, that's my political soapbox for the week. So action item. I'm going to challenge you to speak your truth. If you need a specific sort of, um, am I doing this correctly? You know, check in with yourself before you say yes or no to things. I would be very surprised if throughout your week, someone asked you to do something or be somewhere or um, made a request that you didn't want to say no to. So your challenge, really your action item is to say no when that opportunity presents itself and to say no with compassion. Thanks for listening to Self Love 365. And thanks to Henry Liu for our original music and Jesse Lieber at Little Legends Design for our custom graphics. Also, many thanks to our Twitter followers at 365 underscore self and our readers at 365daysofselflove.com.